Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. It is Monday, April 15th. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. So much yumminess. We're heading outside because it is actually a pretty nice day. And without any major winds yet. David went fishing, which is lovely for him. It's, he likes to go to Cochiti, uh, is one of our closest lakes. And there's two sides to it. Um, Cochiti is tribal lands. And they have a, it's a big lake on the Rio Grande, uh, man-made dammed up lake and they have a access area on the west side and on the east side and the west side is very built up all concrete and ramps and so forth uh, and that's open for most of the year and he but he doesn't like it over there very much and i think i've gone there with him once and it's i don't blame him it's not that great um it can get hot fast there's a lot of people in there. That's kind of like where, like all the kids will come, kids meaning high school, you know, like the teenagers will bring their boom boxes and the music and they'll come and they'll hang out and swim and do things like that. And it's not very peaceful for fishing. So the other side is Tutia Peak, um, but it doesn't open until, well, actually I think it opens today. And that's much more natural and quiet and Scott's good spots. So he headed over to that today, take advantage of the first day. And hopefully I'll go with him next week. I would have liked to go today, but I um I told him I would be here at the house slaving away on my book because I am so dedicated and technically it was due today. I always felt kind of bad about that. Um I, I do think it's, I amuse myself by saying things like that, that I'm home slaving away on my book because I do have a pretty awesome life. <laughs> and we're getting close. I think I have about 15,000 words to go to finish the book. Um, I got it in good shape by the end of last week. I end up did end up um, circling around uh, the back to climax a little bit i went back and fleshed out a battle scene i've decided with battle scenes that part of my deal is is because i don't have much attention span for them i don't find them very interesting and i was having this conversation yesterday with um Sage Walker and Jim Sorensen, we met for brunch at the tea house and had one of our long rambling conversations and it was really lovely but we were talking about that, how I like to write, because they've both read my work, we've all critiqued each other's work, uh, that they really, you know, they, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not being articulate, am I? Funny. I'm, and I'm feeling pretty perky, I'm pretty rested. What am I trying to say? <clears throat> that I really enjoy the build-up. I like the the strategy, the planning of the battle, and the aftermath and everything. And Jim, who comes from, you know, he works on a lot of Transformers stuff and that kind of thing, and he says that 
you know, he likes for the fight scene to, you know, have the emotional impact too, and, you know, to synchronize that with the protagonist's emotional arc, which I know I'm supposed to do too. Um, but they were, Sage noted that probably the reason I don't like the actual fight part myself, I'm seeing if Jackson's hung up, is because I'm not a violent person. And I don't really enjoy the actual um, hammering on each other bit. So I like the strategy, just not the actual violence. So I was figuring out, I was telling them that I've got better about writing this battle scene. Um, You know, and this is sort of the reverse. Most people do their, you know, like skip over the sex scene and do insert sex scene here. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm doing insert battle scene, (laughs) Uh, which... I didn't do, but I figured out a way to do it was I went through and I wrote out the battle scene and I did essentially the bones of it. I sketched in the bones of what happens in this battle scene. And then I went back a second time and it's like I put in um, the, the ligaments on the bones and I gave it some organs. And then I went back again and fleshed it out more, you know, Gave it some flesh and some actual faces. <laughs> oh, Jackson. Hang on. Sorry about the cat wrangling here. But he got ugh, there. Tangled up in the drip hose. Where are we going? He's got to go see where David was loading up the car, I see. So, I'll probably go back, make one more pass, or a couple more passes in developmental edits where I'm actually, like, putting on the skin or, you know, polishing it up. But, overall, that seemed to work better. So, I think, and I think that helped get it all set up for um, the next bits, which I'm hoping will, knock on wood, write pretty fast. I'm not... I kind of know what's going to happen at the Act 3 Climax. I'm just not sure how. Um, (laughs) We may have to bring in the God Machine. Actually, I have a wizard, and I may end up bringing the wizard into it. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it will come to me. I have some inklings. I did lay some seeds for this, so we'll see. You shall see what happens, but I think um, I think the book will come together, and it's possible I'll be done. Well, probably not be done before Friday. We'll see. Anyway, that's where I'm at with it. And Jim and Sage and I were talking about how you know I'll, I do spend a lot of time on the first quarter, the first act, and then a lot you know, sort of leading up to midpoint. But then once I get past midpoint, I think I pick up speed. I don't know if that bears out to the way that you all listen. So that was good. I mean, I had the social weekend. Uh, Saturday, I went down to Lyra, rode down with Minerva Spencer, and that was fun. Good conversations on the drive down. And then the Lyra gals had cake for me and Shelly. Um, trying to think of 
what last name Shelley writes under. Uh, at any rate, she finaled for Rita in erotic romance. I'll put her name in the tags. I'll have to look it up. It's funny, you know, because everybody's got two names, <laughs> at least, if not more. So, and I don't want to say her real name. Her first name is at least Shelley, so I don't have to try to remember that. Or really, Shelley. So, <clears throat> yeah, and I was down there most of the day and then came back and we watched a movie Saturday night. Watched Game of Thrones last night, which was good, but it, um, I don't know. I think this season eight is going to be like all climax, right? You know, it's, there's not, it's really the second half of season seven because they only did half as many episodes in season seven. So it's like, this is all of finishing the series. And so it felt a little bit like they were kind of throwing all the characters at us and lining them up on the chessboard and reminding us of who everyone was and who the stakes were. It was kind of like, okay, and we're going to get Theon here, and we're going to get Yara here, and, yep, Cersei's down here, and, oh, we need to... Uh, oh, I'm sorry if this is spoilers. Just close your ears if you haven't been able to <laughs> go away. If you haven't, been, these aren't major spoilers. But I thought it was kind of funny that it was like they somehow got Sam up to from the Citadel to Winterfell. <laughs> it was like, oh, wait, that was fast. <laughs> I guess I don't know. That's, I brought him on Dragonback or something. But it was like, well, we have to have Sam at Winterfell so that he can divulge important information. So, <laughs> I don't know. And I think we just finished season seven, you know, like a month ago. We did a rewatch of the whole thing. Yes, I see you. Getting all tangled up. <coughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I know that Sam was at citadel when we left him right so you know like there's this little scene where Daenerys is like oh hi Sam want to come to Winterfell and <laughs> and then Jon Snow is like holy fuck Sam why are you at Winterfell <laughs> I don't know I thought it was kind of funny so I mean I I found it a satisfying episode and I'm sure uh it'll be great but it is a little bit like Maybe something of like what I faced in writing Lonan's Reign and that it's all just going to be, you know, boom, 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 climax, climax, climax. Tying up of all the threads, which will be satisfying. I uh, saw that they did a big party at the Cocteau Theater here in town last night, which is the theater that George R. R. Martin owns and renovated very nicely. So they had a big deal last night. And you could come in costume for the premiere and all of that, which is fun to do. But it was like three hours worth of activities um, culminating in watching the episode. And I kind of thought about doing it, but I thought, well, I didn't want to spend three hours of my life doing something 
that I could spend an hour on. <laughs> is that awful? That probably is awful, but that is where I live. And I see we have a bunch of equipment assembling at the end of our road again on this thing that they've been working on since last fall. Flatbed truck went by with a bunch of orange barrels on it, which is always a sorrowful sight to see. And now there's another truck pulling in there. We'll be working on this. Hopefully they'll get it done. <clears throat> but at least they're not being loud. Not yet. And let's see what else. I was gratified by the responses to my blog post yesterday. I did this post on the SFF7 about the meanest rejection I'd ever gotten. And it was kind of funny because I was thinking about it maybe on Friday morning. Thursday or Friday, end of last week, um, the words of this rejection every once in a while pop into my head. And it's like 25 years ago now. But every once in a while, I'll think of that. And it still stings a little bit. And so I had popped onto Facebook. We have a group PM for the SFF7, which we use to communicate about various things. And it's not heavily used, but you know, pop on there from time to time. So I got on there and I said, you know, while I'm thinking of it, because at the end of the year, we each give like seven topics. Um, Christine Krantz uh, asks us usually in November or something, if we want to stick with the blog for another year. And if we have, um, and what are, and if so, what are our seven topics? And then everybody sort of dribbles in with their seven, which isn't easy. So that was why I popped in. I said, you know what? I'm thinking about it. I would love to hear from everyone what is the harshest, meanest rejection you ever got. And Christine said, you know what? I'm just going to swap that out. Because a couple people chimed in and said, oh, yes, do I have a story. And so she said, well, I'm just going to swap it out for the topic this week since it's on everyone's mind. So that was kind of cool. So I told my story on Sunday, and as I was writing it, I was thinking, you know, is this really all that bad? I mean, it just didn't seem all that bad when I was writing it out, you know, and I was having, I felt like I was having a hard time explaining why it had stuck into my head the way it had. <clears throat> Hi, puppy cap. He's being pretty good. I was just letting him drag his harness around. I think he wants to go in now. Except he won't like it because I'm sitting out here talking. Then he'll get in the window and whine, as you all have probably heard him do. So, I felt like I wasn't doing a good job of explaining it necessarily. But then I've gotten so many nice comments where people are like, oh, ouch. <laughs> and taking them... You know, it's interesting, you know, like if you don't tell people those stories, they, I think they do retain more power than if you do speak them out loud. I know I have my characters talk about that. It does help to share. So I appreciate people's comments on that and letting me know that they, I know, I think um, I need, there's one that I need to respond to where someone said, you know, you got mansplained. And I thought, you know, she's exactly, or he, I don't know who they are. They're exactly right. I did get mansplained, you know. And back then we didn't really have that, you know, Rebecca Solnit had not done her brilliant uh, 
takedown of mansplaining and how it works and the way that it's used to cut you down. So, you know, I didn't have the way of thinking about it then. So it was really good to put it in that perspective. Well, a little mansplain in my life. And new treadmill. I got the delivery schedule for that. Uh, We'll be here tomorrow afternoon. Tuesday afternoon between 12 and 4, they will deliver it. So they have all these rules because it's kind of big, you know, unlike that you have to be here for the delivery and they'll only deliver it to the curb, which is kind of a funny thing at my house because we have this big, our house is set back from the road considerably and there's a, we have a big circular driveway. So they, the first time I got a treadmill, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to have to figure out a way to get it from the street to the house. But they just pull into our driveway. It's like no big deal. I think they just do that for people who have insane driveways. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get to work. Uh, wish me luck. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Hope you have a great week, a fabulous Monday, a week of potential and exciting things. Take care. Bye-bye.